Welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast World 1 Stage 2, where we take a deep dive and analyse games of yesteryear. We're currently on the NES, working our way through the alphabet. We're only on letter B, and hopefully things can only get better. Before we dive into the game, let's just have a little bit of a conflab about what we've been up to since the last podcast. So, uh, Dan, what's your week been like? Um, I've, I've eventually decided with that with that old arcade machine that I bought that I'm going to get the monitor serviced which means I've got to take the circuit board off the back of the CRT inside it which is probably one of the most frightening things I've ever had to do because they they hold volts they hold electricity don't oh, they the tubes right. yeah, the tube, yeah. you've got to take the, the circuitry off the back of the neck um, so you can buy a lot of money and buy. You can buy a lot of money. You can use a lot of money and buy a discharge wand, which <laughs> sounds, sounds like something cute. a doctor might use. <laughs> sounds um, lovely. Or you can do what I did and borrow uh, Sullivan's cable that had a crocodile, crocodile clip, clip on yeah. both ends. Attach one bit to the screwdriver, and then attach the next bit to the frame, of the metal frame. So therefore, grounding. The, uh, the screwdriver into the power supply. And then what you've got to do is prise the tip of the screwdriver under the suction cup at the top of the uh, CRT and just make contact with the metal contacts and it goes... And I don't like the sound it, of no, this at all. No. Well, especially because in the, in the back of the cabinet, there's not a lot of room to move around. So my hand was almost touching some of the metal as I was going for the metal contact. So rather than the yeah, rather than the vaults going down the screwdriver and then down the wire to the chassis, they would have probably just jumped straight into my hand. Um, I did it on my own, obviously, in, so in an empty here? house. Yeah, well, not here. I was, I was, no, um, but you are here. You are alive. Uh, yes, so I'm yes, I did live successful. to tell the tale. Yeah, spoilers. I lived... Um, wasn't the smartest idea. I waited till everyone was out because <laughs> I mean I could have electrocuted myself and laid on the floor. Just game <laughs> crisp. Yeah, and no one, no one knew. You're but... a professional now, though. You can. Do yeah, mine. yeah. I might charge people to do it. Mine <laughs> certainly it. needs fixing. I turned mine on recently, and I had loads of blue sparks coming out the back of the chassis. This which... sounds like a like an extreme sport of gaming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can kind also, of. You can sit in your house, play your Xbox, it never, you don't need to open or you can nearly kill yourself with an old arcade machine. Yeah. Living life on the edge. So I took that off and um, I was rather impressed with myself and I never want to do it ever again. Other than that, I've been playing actual games. Which ones? Um, I keep going back to Tetris 99 on the Switch, which I just love. Competitive Tetris against random people that I can't see. Um, it's somehow satisfying when you win, which is very rarely. Um, I've won five games out of about a hundred. Five? Uh, yeah. My highest finish is six. I'm not sure how many. You never won. You never won one. No. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've not had a bash at this yet. I'll have a bash before the next ep and see how I get on. But the thing is, if you, uh, I think you're probably the best gamer of the three of us. So if you're not getting the wins, I've not hold that, up that's, much that's for me. <laughs> what about you, Sol? Oh, what have I been playing? Uh, a couple of things. I keep, well, many things, because in this day and age, we've not got any attention span, so we jump around from game to game. Uh, I got the Phoenix Wright collection for the Switch, which physical collection is Objection. only... Overruled. <laughs> ...is uh, only available from Japan, so I got it from Amazon Japan, so I've got the cartridge. And? Uh, you played it? I have. Uh, I've tried to play it in the past on the DS. I think I'm on to day two of the first first uh, case, which is... Yeah, it's quite interesting. I keep dipping into Forza, for, uh, Forza Horizon 4. 
Because it's so easy to pick up and do the weekly challenges and just, mm, well, I'll try and box off five drift zones or something like that. It doesn't take much thinking about. You'd have to give me a reminder on Phoenix Wright. I played it way back when on the DS. And I seem to think he's, he's not just a, a lawyer or an attorney in a court of law. It seems like it's almost like a puzzle game as well, isn't it? It's like a point and click type thing. Yeah, well, the th yeah. Not only are you were a lawyer, you're almost half detective as well. Yeah. So your friends are involved in the cases, but you happen to have turned up when your friend was murdered. So you can then look around the scene. I'm sure there's some conflict of interest going on. It won't stand up in a real court, <laughs> but uh, you get to and For that reason, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Overruled. And yeah, it, it, yeah it's good. It's good. It's, it's a nice hand. It's nice to have on the Switch. It's nice. To you mentioned the Switch. Can I just dip back a second? Yeah. I picked up something called Ape Out. Ape out. Ape out. Ape out, like when women take a selfie. Yeah. No, no, no. Ape no. out. Okay. As in large gorilla type thing. Not in. Not in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a top-down, um, I want to say action game, but it's there's like a jazz drum beat that goes to the back of it and you control this gorilla and you're just smashing people who are shooting at you or trying to catch you and as you do you get big big drum snares and stuff and it's a rhythm game it sounds cool no it's not it's not a rhythm no it's not a rhythm game you've got to escape from the top down um labyrinth where you're trying to get attacked but you can rip doors off and stuff and use them to throw them at people who are coming at you but the music the game reacts audibly to your playing it. Ah, it's it's, cool. it's kind of cool. It was, yeah, yeah. It was only about, I think it was about five, six pounds or less. Whoa, yeah, how up. much? Yeah. <sighs> Heavy. Shit. Uh, I, the, the other, th yeah, three things I said I've been playing. Um, Mr. With our friends over at the Tenpence Arcade Podcast, I've been playing Mr. Do's Castle. It's what they ripped off for Roland Goes Digging yeah. on the Amstrad. <laughs> I remember Roland Goes Digging, definitely. Even as a kid, I loved it. You know, aliens. You knock bits of the platform out, the bad guys fall down. And, and then, then you have to on. dig them out. Well, no, you can't dig them out or smash them like Roland. So if, it would, if they were going to copy it properly, it'd be called Roland digs a hole and then goes up a ladder and then drops a block on top of the bad guy's head that's in the hole underneath. But it's obviously no. not a snappy title. title. No, you could, use, you could use your spade again on the, on, the, on the aliens when they were stuck yeah, in there. Yeah, no, on Roland Goes Digging you can. Yeah. Mr. Dewey's Castle, no. No, you smack it with an hammer, don't you? Not when they're in the hole. Sure. Mm. All right. Hey, play it and send your score oh, into yeah. Tempest oh, Arcade. About you, Mark? I have uh, been playing Telling Lies. Which... Fleetwood Mac? No. Uh, so the guy that made her story, his name's Sam Bar... Is it Barlow? Barwell? Something like that. Sam Barlow? <laughs> yeah, so I can't remember Tracy's. his name. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Coronation Street. Kent. But yeah, so it's by the guy that made her story. So her story... I'd got because it got loads of good reviews and I like story driven stuff. And if you've not played it, get it. It's only cheap and it's amazing. It's really, it's really only, good. Have you, no, have you tried? It's on um, iPhone, iPad as well. Have you tried books, Mark? They're heavily story driven. Yeah, they, they are, but there's a lot of words and I'm dyslexic. Oh. So the good thing with, with video games is that I don't need to read them. So, but yeah, so her story was really good. And what happened with that, when, when I played it, I was playing it in the living room and the wife actually got involved. She hates games, but she got involved in it. And actually we played it together. And it's one of the few things that she actually re like really enjoyed playing. So Telling Lies is the new one and it is equally as amazing, but I'm only halfway through it so far, but it's really, really, really good. So I, I definitely recommend it. It's good. What is it? What do you do? So basically the basic premise of it is, um, 
that you are witnessing, you are watching one half of Skype conversations from several different people and you can search by keyword, but you can only see snippets of about a minute or two minutes long in these, uh, uh, these conversations. And then as they're speaking, you'll pick up keywords. So they'll talk about someone or they'll mention someone's name or a company or something. What? And then you'll put that into a search and it'll return more searches, but it why only shows snippets? you. Why, why they, snippets? Are they voice recorders or something? The, so, well, no, it's, these Skype conversations are kind of all Text. mixed up on this computer. Right. So, and then you've got to figure out, you're hearing one half of the conversation and then you're hearing another bit and you're trying to piece together the storyline from what they're saying and who are they speaking to and what are they speaking about? And it's, it's good, it's really good. It sounds like being an information security analyst. It, I don't know, but it, it's, yeah, piece, it's piecing, piecing bits of people's words together. Yeah. Sod. Yeah. Well, you, you are. Yeah, you are. It's, it's a very voyeuristic kind of eavesdroppy. Is it like Brookside thing? <laughs> so, <laughs> Check yeah, it, the patio. It, it's really hard to to sort of explain. It's not a game in the traditional sense of a game, mm. but it is definitely worth getting. And it's only it's only cheap. It's only like five six quid. But get a couple it. of two or three year old now. Into her story. Her story yeah. is. Yeah. I know, I've heard, I know it's critically acclaimed and the, the thing is as well don't start with telling lies because her story is amazing it's so 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 good and telling lies is actually so much better if you start with telling lies and go back to her story it'll feel a bit flat but if you start the other way around you'll really enjoy it's both like watching them. Empire and then going back to Star Wars yes onto this episode's game so Sol you've, uh, you've dug up some yeah I've done the research research go for it well Bloody Land Puzzle Quest is this it's game released in Japan only, August 11th, 1990. That's your birthday. Yeah. Ooh. It's based on a game originally called Diablo, which was originally released on the old 8-bit systems and designed by a guy called Manuel Constantindis. I've scoured the internet and I can't find anything else he's done unless he is a guy who works for a security firm in Australia. <laughs> maybe, it could be. It's an it IT. It's an it's IT. It seems to be an IT. And I could have reached out to him and asked him, so there's a wasted segment. <laughs> so first released back in the 80s, it's um, essentially a tile sliding game. And this game had a ball on a track and itself. And you've got to move the tiles. You're on about Diablo now. Yes. Yeah. And you've got to move the tiles. And when you've cleared, when it rolls off a tile, it's cleared. Yeah. And that's it. Very much like the 8x8 eight eight or 3x3 three three sliding games that we had as kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah essentially, little bubble bobble guy starts tear arsing his way down a track, and then you've got to get him to the end of the track, which is jumbled up and in bits by sliding tiles around. Or a tile. Essentially, it, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah. The With some power ups on the way. Yeah. Speed them up, slow them down. I think, you think you need to find right. the instructions here because the oh, translation was, on these instructions yes. is so painfully, hilariously bad. We need to read a couple of these power ups in the way that they're described. It, it well, is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just well, this amazing. was, as we said, this was a Japanese only release. And I've got uh, original on my Famicom. We, yeah, because yeah, we, we've got these from my Japanese uh, copy. So this is legitimately what it's says in his Japanese using the, copy using the magic using the, of Google Translate using yeah. the Google Translate so it will change the will translate it in real time you can take a picture of it and slide your finger across but in real time you can take a, a snapshot so the first one is a turtle which uh, as you use it it slows the progress of the dragon down so Google has translated the Japanese to say with a piece of movement to the question it doesn't fit delay the progress of the monster 
Which okay, yeah, it's yeah, not makes, a monster. It's, makes it's sense. Cute uh, shoes. So I think this is my favourite one. This is totally my favourite. This is amazing. Yeah. It is. It is good. <laughs> Turkey turbo won't stop. Invalid turbulent in ice country. If it is even, if it becomes this, it is safe. That that sounds like he said that wrong, but that's legit where it is. And I think they should have called this game Turkey Turbo Won't Stop. Because <laughs> yeah. then that little dude could have been called Turkey Turbo. And, what, and he will not stop. And what does it do? Um, does it stop you sliding on the ice level? I think it does. If I'm honest, I didn't use many of the power-ups and, and I got quite a long way. But we'll, we'll, we'll get back to yeah, that. We'll come on to this. Dan was actually a bit of a demon at this game. The, the light is quite a good one. It's dark and I can't see anything around. Oh, when you go underground, expands the feel of view. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll not read them all out because I don't want to bore you, but they are quite funny. <laughs> warp. Even I cannot warp yet. Use this to instantly warp ton. Will open. <laughs> Amazing. Brilliant. So, yeah, that's what we had to work with in terms of instructions. I mean, the, the, first, the first thing about this game is it's a puzzle game and the first puzzle is figuring out how it works. Yeah, what, what do you do? There's what? no, like, on a, on a modern puzzle game, what happens is you start with a really easy level and it brings you into it. And if you think about this as, if you've played Witness recently, which is quite a complex puzzle game. Yes, good. This, it's very good. But this is like dropping you into Witness three quarters of the way through and then going, figure that out. Yeah, come on then. <laughs> it's like, what, how, how do I figure this out? And that's, that's a bit like what Blow Your Land was like at the beginning. We've got a little WhatsApp chat going on between the three of us and I, I played this for about five minutes and I instantly went this is rubbish this is the worst game I've ever played I can't even believe we're going to go go through this can we pick a different layer can we pick, pick a different game this is crap and, once and that's it, not we're not going to do that we're, the point is we're yeah, picking we'll a game we'll play one but once a penny dropped I actually really enjoyed it yeah, and you, I was like I'll oh, take it back yeah there's in, in my research there's really not much you can find on this at all um, but I did find Locomotion from the arcades, which was uh, an arcade puzzler by Konami. Kylie. No, no, she didn't have any arcades. No. She must have really liked it, though, to release that song mm. about it. I think that's what it was Everybody's about. doing it, I think. Yeah. And it's very similar. You've got a train going around a track, and you've got to slide the track to keep the train going. That makes more sense. Makes a lot I more mean, sense. this yeah. is just a dinosaur walking along a line. But that was turbo. out in 82, so I'm not saying Manuel Constantin... Din, um, you've nailed that off, pronunciation he's, he's, he's certainly drawn inspiration from it uh, so Dan um, has got a, another fun fact for us yeah Dan's fun fact of the week which may not always be fun but this is is it always a fact always a fact yeah, yeah these, I'm not making these up what are facts they're um, like fiction only more true it's what's coming out of your mouth now yes <laughs> get ready so if you're struggling with it, which my colleagues here may have been at some point, um, you can skip a stage or a level, which uh, it's handy to know now, isn't it? After the fact, um, hold, it's a bit it's a bit of an unusual one. Hold A and B on controller one and controller two at the same time, then press reset. So you've got you, you need, need three hands. You need a friend to choose. So you actually have to restart the reboot yeah, the game. Yeah, That's it's, weird, it's isn't it? Counterintuitive. Oh, let's turn it off to well, the pick whole a level. Counterintuitive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm going to try uh, this when I get home this evening. Yeah. So A and B on controller one and controller two. Press reset, and then you press B while you're in map mode to change the stage. Press up and up or down while on level to change the current level. 
That's a it's the only way elaborate. I feel. So there you go. Yeah, it's not like they give you a list yeah. like um, up down left right start does for uh, Sonic, yeah. for example. You get a big long list of all the games you play. It's like choose choose which one it's you want. It's the only way I'm going to progress at this game anyway. <laughs> which which I think will be very helpful for if you can't do a level and your mate goes, oh, do you know what? I'm stuck on stage five, level four, and you can you, bounce to it. Yeah, and, and go. I'll show you how to do it. Oh, you just yeah. watch him playing it on Twitch like we did. Yeah. <laughs> for hints and tips. There's the answer. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So before we um, give our summary and thoughts on uh, on Bloody Land in more detail, we're going to have a little bit of a cultural interlude and see what was going on in the world in August 1990, other than Sullivan's 14th birthday. Uh, so in the UK, the number one sing- single at the time was Partners in Crime With Total Power. Nice. So uh, another little gaming nod there. Was that the one that T U R T L Power? Yeah, that is that's exactly from the film. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. Um, we also had Bomb Ballerina with Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. Jesus, what a, what a, you had a good birthday. Yeah, this is this is some some good stuff. MC Hammer, you can't touch this. Jesus, just uh, j- just so you know, he <laughs> soul was obsessed with MC Hammer. He was. Uh, he really liked a bit too much. <laughs> so. You went to see him I'd live, him, didn't you? Well, the album was called "Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him." Yeah, but I'd let him hurt me. Yeah, That's how much I liked him. You, you yeah, would. I don't, I don't know what went on. I liked. You can't touch this, and I think, yeah, I went to see him in Birmingham, and it's good, good show. I, well, I can imagine so because it sent him bust, didn't it, doing that tour? So I would imagine it should be the best tour ever. Yeah, if, he, I, I, if he went, well, it doesn't matter about making money. I'm going to lose money. This, I, I don't know. This tour's going to be. It, it's odd because, well, I've got such an eclectic music taste now, but I've gone from Guns and Roses <laughs> <laughs> to MC Hammer. <laughs> so, so I then he kind of made middle with Rage Against the Machine later yeah. on. So. so I don't, I don't know. Um, and then uh, uh, other notable mention: Blue Pearl, the Naked in the Rain. Just come back a second. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anyone describe <laughs> describe Rage Hammer Against the Machine as, as a cross MC Hammer cross <laughs> Well, now you know. MC Hammer. So, you, who are Rage, Rage Against the Machine? You know, Guns N' Roses and you know MC Hammer put together. <laughs> That's it. You know, basically. Oh my God, yeah. 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 I, I, the I understand it. So the number one album was Sleeping With The Past by Elton John with... It's no sacrifice on it. So did did you know that uh, that was Elton John's first solo number one single? No, seriously. Wow. (laughs) What? In 1990? Believe the internet. No, I I don't. No. You do your own research. Well, what about... (laughs) All that Lion King shares, were that after that? That was 90s. Right. No, what about his 80s stuff? I'm not having that. No, (laughs) no. So uh, we, we've also got here um, the Gallup All Formats Top 20 of Games. Let's have a little nosy uh, uh, up and down this list. It gives us little blobs here of the, the formats that these games appeared on. And number one was, obviously, Italy 90, US Gold, which was on all of the platforms. Italy 90? It, it, Italy well, well, 90. Not, not World Cup, Italia 90. D- no. Italy 90. Italy 1990. Italy 90. Because oh, I'm thinking of the Mega Drive game, no. the top-down thing. No. You switched on, it went, goal! <laughs> and then the music came in. <laughs> and then we had uh, kick-off two, so obviously football was a well, we're just thing. Well, we World Cup, isn't it? Yeah. We're just a part of the World Cup. I love kick-off two. Kick-off two was... Um, 
you didn't actually, the ball didn't stick to the feet of the player. So you had to kind of push it around, almost like really pushing a Sabutio guy. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'll take your word for it because as a football fan, I don't like football games. I, I don't mind them. What, I, what happens is though, when I go around to like non-real gamers' houses and they're like, FIFA, 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 FIFA. And I'm like, please play a real game. Yeah. And so, that, you've yeah. spent a lot of money to play football. Yeah. Go outside and play football. <laughs> yeah. What else is there? Uh, Paperboy is on there. It's, uh, there's basically just a ton of football games in here. Football Manager is in here. Manchester United is in here. World Cup Challenge is in here. So obviously, I, can't, I don't know. Yeah, so it's obviously a football-y uh, thing was happening right at this precise point in time. But we've got Fantasy Dizzy in there. Uh, Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom is in there. Jack the Nipper, that's in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Jack the Nipper 2. Yeah. Uh, Troubling Little China. Yeah, I didn't eat, don't was that remember them being a game. Did, did that what platform was that on? Let's just have a look. Spectrum. Spectrum CPs, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, I don't remember that at all. Turrican, that was a belter. I always get that mixed up with Truxton. Which one's which? Um, Turrican, is that, the Turrican is the one, Turrican's like a shooter muppy, side-scrolling shooter. Yeah, where he's got, he's, it shoots out of his arm or something, doesn't it? Like a robot looking You turn thing. into that big fisty, is a big fisty glove, is that one of the end of double bosses? I had it, I had it for the Amstrad, but I can't remember. Truxton was a top-down vertical shooter. Yeah. yeah. And Oscar starts with T. And we've got uh, Dragon's Lair and Road Blasters are other decent ones. And there Yogi's there. Great Escape. Dragon's Lair, there's a, there's a Dragon's Lair arcade cab in arcade club in is Berry, there? yes but uh, last time i went it was malfunctioning so yeah. it's all is it all run tapes so laser disc yes laser, laser, disc, laser yeah. discs yeah uh so i don't know whether it was needed cleaning but i was i really wanted to play it because i've never played it well it's like dragon's lair is like when we all got dvd players and then you go around the menus you went ah it's like dragon's lair and then <laughs> Dragon's Lair was good, but it wasn't really a game. No, yeah. was you're it? choosing DVD menus. Yeah, you were just flicking through. Like uh, Road Avenger. Yeah. And then they did, do you remember that, um, the one in the arcade that was a hologram? Did you ever play that Time one? Time Traveller. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was really impressive to look at and then really disappointing to play. And then he's got, um, Souls dug out also a, a separate chart for the Mega Drive. Well, it's 1990, so the Mega Drive and the PC Engine were starting to come were come starting to come in they were they were coming they, they, they were they were <laughs> happening they were bubbling away in the background so on the mega drive we had ghostbusters at number one which is a side scrolling platforming type thing i don't think i've played i don't even remember it i remember the amstrad one that, where you where you where you get the little bits on the car nothing yeah, like you pick a car and you have a little forklift to go zzz, 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 and then you have to go it around were, the map. Where the, the, the characters have massive big heads like Japanese style. And there is a name for that that I forget. <sighs> and it was uh, side-scrolling shooting up. It is bringing back memories, actually. And then we've got a PC Engine uh, top five. And at number one for them is... can't even read. Don, Don, Doko, Don, Don. Doko, Don. I've never heard of it. It's like a, um, a bubble, bubble, pang, single screen where you're... A, I think you're a gnome and you have to smack everything with armor. Underpant gnome. Hmm. So then films of that year, Days of Thunder. That's that Tom Cruise racing. Top Gun. Top Gun in a car. Yeah. Uh, Gremlins 2, the new batch. Is that the one where they end up singing New York, New you York? You just shook your head at that. I, I think did. it's good. I did because I don't think it's good, but then I seem to have watched Gremlins 2 more than Gremlins well, and I, all the different characters and stuff so well, maybe I did I can. What, what I liked about Gremlins 2 was because I, I like I'm 
horror obsessive so you know this is this is in my kind of thing he didn't want to make a sequel to gremlins but then did make the sequel so that someone else wouldn't make the sequel so decided to parody his own film with gremlins 2 and also parody sequels so if you take it for what it is which is him going ha 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 sticking two fingers up at everybody and i've made it that i like i like it i think it's funny anyway but i love the fact that he was sticking two fingers up at, at, at and christopher at, lee's in it yeah it, it's good i think it's a good film there's um <clears throat> i haven't watched that in a long time but there's only a few things that come immediately to mind and that's gizmo with the little uh thing around his head like rambo yeah firing <laughs> yeah uh, firing the <laughs> flaming arrows um the one that dresses up like a woman with a lipstick. Yeah. That's a bit weird. And then how they're all singing New York, New York. And then is it, is it in the foyer of some sort of hotel it, or building? It's all in like a really supposed to be super like Donald tech Trump office tower. block. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all in the foyer. Yeah. And do they then start just uh, spraying them all with water and they're all melting? But if well, you spray them with water, they multiply. But I can't, I can't remember. They, they set they, the sprinklers off, don't they? I can't. Yeah. I can't. The mo- don't, if you get the if you get the if you get the mogwai wet, yeah, it turns it into turns a gremlin. On, yeah. But if it's a gremlin, it gets wet. Don't they just melt? No, they make more gremlins. Do they make more? Yeah, because oh, remember in the first one, on he dives. Like, uh, that's the spike in the first one to make more. Dives into a swimming pool, doesn't he? And it all goes. Uh, so how do they kill them all then? So I'm sure they kill them all. Some, it's bright light in it. They light, they, they let the light in at the end and uh. kill them all. Um, and the belter that is on this list is Total Recall, which uh. is I'm quitted. Back to the Amazing future three. Finish. They blew my cover. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give us some more Arnie fights. There's a bomb in demand. there. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. But yeah, and as uh, as you just said, you've got Back to the Future 3 in there, which is where it went all country and Western. I don't think I like that one. It's not it's brilliant. my favourite. What? Yeah. Oh, it, it's still Back to the Future. I think though, 2 is it? my favourite. It's my favourite. It's, it's a lot of fun and it's not as clever. It's a lot of fun. It ties it all up really nice. It's my favourite. Well, I, like, I like Wild I, West. Hang on. Which is the one where they go to the future? That two. That's 2. 2 That's, is the yeah, best yeah, one. Yeah, 2 is the best one. Yeah, by a, by yeah, a fair yeah. margin, I think. Um, and then, yeah, that's you, the, just pulling back to Back to the Future 2. When you look at, I don't know if you've watched it recently, but I watched it about six months ago. I don't know why, it was probably just on telly and I was flicking. But there's a lot of stuff that they imagined to be the future, and they're not far off with some of it. Yeah, like the big TV, and he's doing conferencing in his house, and he gets fired, and it prints out like a fax machine, you know, fired. So that that bit's a bit off, but the big screen and the it's flea, isn't it? His boss, yeah, yeah. Um, that was kind of cool. That's that's they've got that right. They still haven't mastered the tiny pizza in the oven that then into into a. Yeah, I'd like that. That's good. But yeah, it, it, that that clearly was an all right year for stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a good year. Good birthday for you. That then, plenty of MC Hammer. I nice. just I just turned five. <laughs> yeah, we're on the cusp, right on the cusp there. So let's get back to this game. I think really. The person to hand over to is you, Dan, because well, you owned it. <coughs> Let's. Oh, no. Daniel did own it. Me off then. <laughs> Daniel did own it, but I was about, we struggled with it. So if I, we say how we struggled with it, yeah. then Daniel can go, it's because you're really stupid <laughs> and this is how you should play it. But no, but the thing is, I was, in my defense, co- like continually saying, there's a gem here if I can get the penny 
to drop, but everything about it seemed counterintuitive. So every time I slid the tile to move the track, the track moved the opposite way than the way my brain wanted it to. So that were annoying. And then um, I seemed to be constantly running. I seemed to be constantly running out of time, whereas you were saying, Dan, that you seem to be constantly speeding time up. So yeah, I, one of the controls, you've got um, A moves the track, so you, you point your mouse, your pointer, to where you want to slide to, and it moves. The other button, A speeds up the little unicorn dragon, whatever you call him. Unidragon. Yeah, unidragon. Turkey turbo. Turkey Turbo, Turkey Turbo gets a move on and and you know speeds off down the track. But um, yeah, I didn't I didn't find time an issue. I really did. I did. In, in fact, sorry, it wasn't until World Five when it was what? going. Doot, doot, doot. I'm like, what's that? Doot, doot. And I saw time. I'm like, oh god, oh yeah, I'm nearly out of time. World Five before I run out of time on, and, and that's. Considering there's like six, seven eight, levels, is, eight, yeah. eight levels. So 40, I'm 40 puzzles in at this point. We haven't touched on as well, like in and amongst those eight levels, is these little interlude kind of mini gamey oh, yeah. levels that, that you also have no idea what to do on. Yeah. Like a, a jumping one and like a fruit, fruit machine. machine and a concentration like card matching game, thing, which yeah. I'm sure. So in all of these, you can gamble your points to, um, to up your score. And in all of these, you never win. <laughs> In my experience. I got the, you've got to make him jump. On the one where you gambled points to jump on a giant spring and then when he springs off it, he hits either a plus or minus multiplier. No, he hits a minus multiplier. I got got times two twice. I got times minus two every time. The first time I didn't get him to jump, he just ran into the spring and I'm like, what's happened? I don't understand. trick to that is don't look for a clean jump. Don't think, oh... You need to jump quite close to the spring and then the, the bounce is lower and then you yeah. get on the points. Got yeah. Mm. But, but the, the, the fruit machine one, self-explanatory, you pull the handle, you pull it again, and then you get um, the resulting uh, things if, if they line up. The, the thing that I found a bit strange about it was, because you're not controlling a block, you're controlling a, effectively a mouse pointer, um, but the mouse pointer moves kind of in blocks and then you have to move the mouse pointer to where you want the block to go and click it but it has to have a direct path there can't be anything blocking its way so it has to be a clear route doesn't it it's almost it's the reverse of what we said earlier the the three by three slidey puzzles that you got in christmas Christmas crackers crackers. yeah um you're moving the empty space yes right which is completely opposite you're not sliding sliding into that space yeah you're moving the empty space by dropping the but you can move the yeah by moving the empty space around it's not floating above the map it's in the map so everywhere you move that floaty space moves the tile yeah but what i didn't get though is i'm having to i'm using a d-pad to nudge this arrow down and then press the button so that the thing moves to the arrow why didn't i just move the thing why the arrow because that's what i'm saying it moves it you're not moving the you're moving the block but you're essentially sliding the brock around the brock brock it's like a block honey better yeah but from japan you're you're moving the block down to slide everything else yes so once that clicks and you because what what's the the it's about what a ten by ten grid, something like that. How big's the actual playing field? It changes, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't think the actual playing screen itself changes. Did the air, just the area within it that you need to that you need to operate move, yeah. within? Yeah. So 
let's say your your block is at the bottom and you click at the top, so row one for sake of argument, but you start at ten, it'll slide everything down one. Anyway, the two guys <laughs> who don't know how to play it are talking about it, so we'll hand <laughs> you over to the so guys. I just, I, I just <laughs> got to grips with it after two weeks of playing when I, I just got off world one, <laughs> right? Where. <laughs> Uh, not too obviously not two weeks of playing it and not going to work whatever you but finally it felt like something was clicking just as the deadline for recording the podcast come but clearly daniel it clicked for you because it, you were off like a rocket it did and interestingly in that conversation there i might have picked up what your problem might have been with it mac right you've just said it had to be a clear path you couldn't move anything it had to be a that's to be nothing in the way. Well, no, you That's could move not... the paths out of the way, but they were. But you couldn't. You couldn't go around a corner. You could only go in a straight line. Yeah, you could only go in a straight line. Yeah, but that's what I meant. Sorry. Um, all right, because I was going to say if, if you're if you're maneuvering it around stuff like um, walls or yeah. the candles, yeah, you, for some could reason, you could slide all them out yeah, of the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, that, I just found just found the me- the the mechanism of it. It felt to me like it were crying out for touch controls. Like if, uh, if I'd have had it on a phone yeah, with touch yeah. controls, if you could, if you could it, touch it would, the, it would if have you come could, alive, I think. If you could touch that one thing and slide it to the gap. Yes. Yeah, I know, I know what you say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I struggled with it initially, like I said earlier on, but I don't I don't know when it clicked for me, but when it did, it just did. Now, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this is this is dead easy. Yeah. Um, until until you get to a level where, say, you'd have three circle tracks that he that the, the unicorn dragon started on and then another circle track and i'm like okay how am i going to get him off this one loop onto the other loop and then get him back on uh and you just have to be really clever with moving i think what 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 twigged for the most part was not trying to line up if there was a gap it didn't matter because you get the dinosaur unicorn on the piece of track that you need to then move him and then you can throw him around that gap. you, you yeah. throw him to the next yeah. track don't worry too much about that and then when he's moving around you can shuffle everything else around in the in the side in I the background did, it never i didn't have time i nah. just didn't feel i had time to manipulate the entire playing field I always felt on the back foot from the start, from the moment it finished. Like, I need to swap that. T- I need to swap. I can't slow the dragon down. This is the, I always felt totally up against yeah, it. Up, time under wise. pressure, and yeah. there is there is certain things. If you slide through a mirror, it breaks in, it breaks into bits and slows him down on the track. Yeah. For, so for a brief moment. Oh man, oh. I thought that were going to kill me. So I was trying no, to no. smash the mirror before he got to no, it. No, and it, 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 yeah, it, it slows, slows him slow down. down. Ah, right. And if you oh, well. if you break a vase, fairies come out of it for extra points. And um, but when I slowed him down, I felt, oh god, I've got time to think and then he speeds up again and, goes, <laughs> and honestly but like we'll let people into a secret there is a cheat yeah so if you pause it you can move your arrow I, I well i did that i didn't think that was a cheat i just thought it was a mechanism of the game but i ended up because i was under such pressure i, pa- I, I pause it and then move my arrow and quickly press it that's, that's, that's it exactly what i was doing and i was still running out of time yeah i know so it's obviously you, you've just got a different brain to us daniel yeah okay well Possibly, but I don't, I don't think I don't think I have, and I don't think it was anything special you were doing wrong. Maybe it was just familiarity, and and with more time, like you said, you had two weeks on it, Sol, and then 
you went, oh, it's now beginning to click. Maybe. I could I could tell it was going to click and it really reminded me of, and I said this on on the um, our WhatsApp group thing, there was an old game by Firebird on the Amstrad called Collapse and I had it years and years and years and years and years and it was a game that I used to load up every so often and dip in and out of an old puzzle game. Different mechanism to this, but again, no real instructions, didn't know what I was doing. And then one day with Collapse, the penny dropped and it was maybe three years after I bought it and I, t- I just went through the whole thing and really, really, really enjoyed it. And it's like, wow, that game's been sat there for ages and it's amazing. As soon as the penny drops, then I had this feeling with this game. And I still think now, like like you did, if the penny drops, that it's an amazing so, game. So what, yeah. we, need, we need three it, years at this? No, well, it was like <laughs> five minutes. Every, no, but the thing is, I think if it had, like, if you think of how the modern game mechanisms work, if it, if, if it started in a more logical path, to train your brain on what to do. I was just about to come on to that. Yeah. What it's missing is a couple of tutorial levels. Yeah. As much as we might lambast hand-holding at the start of games now, and you're just like, oh, let me get on with it. Yeah. There really is. You've oh, got no idea what no. you're doing without no, but, that. Uh, we, 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 here's a Japanese-only copy that we've got for the Famicom, so it's not like we can read the instructions either. There is someone on Game FAQs, they've done one, but it, I, I still think it's the way your brain's wired for this maybe maybe but it, I, I think if, if you had a tutorial level or two and it explained to you you do this you move yeah. that and you had longer for the first couple of yeah. levels it was he moved slower and then it went right well now even if off. it didn't tell you you know like witness i mentioned earlier it never tells you what to do no it doesn't but they start so simply yeah you teach yourself what the mechanism yeah. of the puzzle is and, and then and that's what he's crying out for really each puzzle off the back of that he's just extrapolating what you've done and applying it to a bigger more complicated yeah. scenario yeah. but yeah although i got on with it yeah. although i got to grips with it fairly quickly and then plowed through level after level i did find myself at times going that, that's how, that one's done next right. and then i thought it's am an alien I, concept. Am Me I, and Mark are just going, what? Well, does the, because the other thing I noticed, and you'll be able to say if this happened throughout the course of the rest of the game was, there was no consistency in the difficulty of the levels. No. So you'd have a really hard level and then you get onto the next level and that's really easy. I expected it, that. Then it, I went, one of them was one of the later ones in level three or four and I got to level five and I was like, this is going really hard. And they're like, oh, that's, that's really good. simple. That one. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the other thing I didn't get. It didn't seem to it get wasn't, progressively it wasn't curve, no, harder. No. It's just like, there, that's rock hard. And then and every now and then have that one yeah, you know, it's yeah. really bizarre just give your brain a rest and yeah. have that gone. Yeah. I think I don't think this is a game that's meant to be played continuously like I, I, at one point I was like am I having fun with this am I just plowing through it am I just I'm just doing it I mean one, some of the really difficult ones that took you a couple of lives to get through mm. I mean I say a couple of lives I was playing this and I had 44 lives yeah I'm going to say it's generous isn't it yeah. with the lives it yeah. gives you and, yeah. and I got a game over screen from Sully and what's up I'm like how have you managed that <laughs> So it, again, it might be just because of the way your brain's wired differently. Yeah, you start with like sixteen or something, don't you? But I think the uh, one of the one of the clues in it is that you you've got a password save. You can you can come back to it, and I think that's what this game is. This game is a puzzle book. It's yeah. a Sudoku. It's it something is. you pick up and go. Oh, I'll just do a couple of puzzles. You know, not not like. Um, a Last of Us where you sit and go through it as a story. Clearly, there's no story to it, but you know what I mean. It, it's not a 
It's not something you plough through in a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's, it's, a t- it's an overtime game. This is exactly what I thought. I thought if this was remade with a better lead-in and it was on a phone yep. or on a switch, on a mobile device, um, and it had those tactile touch controls... A toilet it, game. It'd, it'd, be amazing. it'd be something you'd dip in and out of probably mm. all the time. It's, it's actually good. You know, it's not... You know, I think we probably have found a gem yeah, yeah. It, it is actually really good yeah. uh, but I think we're, we're playing it wrong because we're, yeah. we're, we're, we obviously we have to work to a deadline to get these things out but over time dipping in and out just as a little brain teaser fantastic Belgium. I really well, like it you said uh, in the chat I think it's our age mine and Mark's age you, it's not your it, you might be old but you're not thick <laughs> yeah. yeah you're not <laughs> it really made it really made, I, I thought, what am I doing? How, how am I not it's getting like, this? I am not an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I did feel stupid because I was just looking, what, like you say, you've got 20 lives to go through and I'd just lose them all. I've had lots of game overs. <laughs> and then when I finally uh, cleared the end of World 1, which, would you like me to read you the translation out for World 1? Yeah, go for it. Which, oh yeah, because we haven't mentioned, when you do get to the end of level... There is a story here somewhere. Yeah, you, you get, you're presented with what looks like some sort of uh, old... Fragment. Of, uh, well yeah, you get a fragment, but there's some old dude who starts going, oh, talking away in Japanese to you at the bottom. Um, and you see him after the end of every world, and what was disturbing, I found, is after the end of each world, he somehow had less clothing. I didn't really want to get to the end, <laughs> did you? Yeah. So what we're playing is like a really elaborate version of Sam Fox's strip book. Because <laughs> he starts off in a big shawl, then the next one he's got a, a white a white thing on that's not covering like all the way down to his ankles. I'm like, okay, where's this going? So did you get to a point where he no, had his knob out? Or, no, okay. No. You don't want to, yeah, maybe that's the unicorn <laughs> that we were looking for. But yes, back to the story that... Um, is actually written into it. Yeah. There clearly is some sort of mythical three by three puzzle because you get a puzzle piece at the end of each level. So I imagine by the end of level eight, a three by three, you've got to leave an empty one. Yeah. So you've got eight pieces. You must then, the final puzzle, I imagine, I'm guessing now, will be one giant three by three puzzle that you change into some sort of world fixing, world changing picture. So know. it's a bit deeper than uh, it seems. Maybe. At the end of World 1, he says, I was often cleared by this world. Here's a piece of holy ball. Let's do it. Me. The holy ball is more. I'm called to go back. So if you go to the world butterflies, you can take a piece of holy ball. Go to the world right now. Okay, and the the fact that it gets more and more... Um, <laughs> Declothed. Whoever made these games has eaten more mushrooms than Mario. I've translated the Japanese instructions for to try and grasp what the story is because there's clearly a story somewhere in here. Here we go. Holy mountain towering in the centre of the world where the monster kingdom reigns. Holy mountain, the holy ball. Holy ball engraved with the emblem of the kingdom of the kingdom is enshrined and its prestiges. It kept every corner and piece and order of the kingdom. However, there was a certain suddenly coming. <laughs> a serious stone that had fallen hit the Daiju Gabal directly and the Lee Ball broke into eight and flew somewhere in the world. The town collapsed and all the roads were shattered. 
the monster country, the crisis of survival, was daring to stand there among the princes of the young monster country. To restore the order and peace of Sang Jin's quest for the holy bow, the princes left. The eight sacred fragments that hold the fate of the kingdom. Hell is waiting for incense. <coughs> However, there is no time to stop Amitachi from thinking, hurry up, hurry up! Wow. So, well, <clears throat> yeah. Moving on from that then. <laughs> yeah, our scoring system is a Wooga's. Uh, so um, the last game got a very, well, not very below average, just below average four on average from all of us. Uh, so if I hand over to Sul first, your final thoughts on this game and your Awooga scorage. And this is five is average. This is bang on average. So it's not like seven is average. Seven is quite good. It's five is average. Go right, for so how can I... It's So I've got... it Right. You know Stephen Hawking, Brief History of Time? Yeah. yeah it, you can read it, but you can't necessarily understand it or rate it because you can't understand it. Well, so, I can't even read it. So. Well, so I'm going to have a bit of difficulty because how can you rate something that you can't play? <laughs> um, well, is that is that in itself a, okay, a minus so maybe, point? Maybe that's telling. Or as we said, maybe I'm just thick. But I'm a, I love puzzlers. Big fan of Tetris, Columns. Dr. Mario, uh, any, even Pipeline. All, all those three are more or less the same I know. game. <laughs> yeah. Big but fan I, of I, one particular puzzlers. type of puzzle. <laughs> I, I love puzzles. You can't, the puzzle is a wonderful either. Yeah. Yes. But I just, I, it just didn't click. And maybe like you say, maybe it's its own fault for just not at least holding your hand for the first few stages and just throwing you in there. And if, if it doesn't click for you at that point, it might, it's going to take longer. So I don't know. It, it looks nice. It certainly looks nice on my modern RGB family car. It looks wonderful. Uh, I like the layout. I like the fact that at least I tried to wrap a story around it, even as incomprehensible as it is. <laughs> but that's Google Translate's fault. Um, I feel I feel hard. There is a good... I, I think it was starting to click, so I'm going to give it a five. Okay. Because it's there's a good game in there, and that's my fault that I can't play it. <laughs> Dan? I think you're being a little mean with a five, personally. I, I know, I don't want to give it a five, yeah. but I couldn't get enough out of it to I give think, it any more. I think you should give yourself a five in the game more. Yeah. But, um, the yes, I I did struggle with it initially. It clicked sooner for me than it did for you two, uh, certainly. But I actually really liked it. I mean, I did say at points, I just thought, oh, am I enjoying this? But when it got to one of the tough ones... There was a sense of achievement when I'd done it. I thought, yeah, I'm smart. Yay. Um, like a kid putting a square in a hole on a toy. Um, it, <laughs> Is that one of the square hole toys? Yeah, yeah, that's my favourite favorite kind of puzzler. Um, it, 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 like you said, it looks nice. The sound's good. Um, it, yes, the square moving the wrong way is a little counterintuitive. And I would have scored it higher had it have given a little tutorial. Uh, maybe the Japanese are smarter than us and don't need them. Who knows? Well, they could read the instructions. Yeah. Well, that helps. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go for a seven because I think with a, with a, with a tutorial, it would have been even better. And I think, like I said earlier, we're playing it 
back to back to back to back and I don't think it's designed for that so I don't want to knock points off it becoming a little samey at times because I don't think it's intended to be played like this so I'm going to give it a seven because it looks nice it plays well some of the puzzles are good there's a good mix I think if it had been a puzzle if it had been a difficulty curve rather than a difficulty smattering yeah. yeah then then difficulty maybe I'd have gone up to an <laughs> yeah maybe I'd have gone up to a, an eight even but I think it's a really good game actually yeah, yeah and uh, that's I, I I wanted to give it a seven even though I was struggling with it because I could tell that there is a really good game in it underneath the surface and like I say if it were wrapped up and packaged in a modern way if someone modern took that and went all oh, right we're remaking it it'd be an eight or a nine no question absolutely it's a, it's a belting little game and i think that is a gem and uh yeah I'd, I'd, I'd go for seven as well i think you could repackage that as a modern game put them in a put the get put the levels in a, a correct order so yeah. it gets more difficult and the power-ups if you wanted to you could monetize them microtransaction them oh would you like to buy some slowdowns for your game because you're too stupid and you can't do it yeah. fit on an ipad yeah. wonderfully wouldn't yeah. it yeah, yeah definitely absolutely yeah and and to, to its credit it's how old shh, it's shh. maybe oh. maybe we're onto something don't let her we, we got to, oh yeah, yeah we'll have to remake we it. it yeah we might owe some money to um chris constant that's him yeah. i'll do it in family basic yeah <laughs> yeah if you still have you got that yet um <laughs> And, and, and to its credit, I think it would stand up now, and it's 20 years, 20, 30 years old. Yeah, what year yeah. was it again? It was 1990, so yeah, it's, 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 it's 29 years old. This one is 1990, so, the concept is 83? Yeah, the yeah. original Diablo. Yeah, going back to Diablo. Ah, going back to Diablo, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the concept still stands up now. Yeah. So there we have it. So we, go, we gave it two sevens and a five. So 19 out of 30, little nudge above average. Um, and yeah, it's definitely worth a look. Definitely, definitely worth a look. Right, so it's time to dig out your randomator, Isaac, random potato oh, okay. machine. Let me, it just needs some oil in. It's, uh, it's had, we've <laughs> it, had, it was making a bit of noise last time. It was, it was yeah. yeah it, it farted at the end as well, which was strange. That wasn't the machine. <laughs> that wasn't the machine. Okay, one sec. Here we go. Let me out, let me out. <laughs> hey, look at this, I've got in my hand a little game. Uh, this is for letter C, Chubby Cherub. Chubby Cherub. Chubby Cherub. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chubby Cherub and the Fat Boys. Any relation? Don't judge your game by Checker? its name, no. as they say. No, because I think Bloody Orlando would have not expected that from that name. So if you, uh, if your your machine there, I think we might be getting a little insight. Is this going to be a, a series long thing? Is this is this going to end up like Vic and Bob's Big Night Out, where he's got children hidden away? Sorry, the, the the inner workings of the super randomizer Renata is a secret. Ah, right. You know, okay. The man with the stick. Oh, yeah. I he had little him. kids hidden away, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. So, well, yeah, thanks for your support if you're listening, and we welcome your feedback. Join um, in. Why not yeah, join in? Yeah, play get, get the game, play along, see if you agree or disagree. Um, you can find us on www.pixelhumpodcast.com. 
Or on Twitter at at PixelHuntPod. Or on Instagram at PixelHuntPod. Or you can email us on howdo at pixelhuntpodcast.com. We'll see you next time. We play the game so you don't have to. Hold up. 